What if I told you that by the end of this episode of Open Loops with Greg Bornstein, you'll find out who historians believe actually shot Abraham Lincoln? You'd be right. I'd be telling you nothing. And if you're ready for me to tell you a whole lot of nothing about JFK, the people that really run the world, and what actually happened when I watched my first conspiracy documentary on 9-11. Yeah, whoever set me up to watch the documentary, total inside job. You're going to learn all about that and more. Welcome again, because I love welcoming to Open Loops. I consider it an affront to my family that you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain, okay? Let me let me just lay this out for you. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And, and get this, okay? Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money, moolah, from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I've been putting off doing this show just because I want to give it justice, but... Here's why I think it's important to bring out now. There will never be a way that I can fully encapsulate the depth of interest that I have for the latest conspiracy theory. Yes. I want to bring people on the show that will educate me on the latest conspiracy theories. I mean, this is really what Open Loops is about. It's about bringing other perspectives. It's about me bringing people on to blow my mind, as well as me blowing your minds. We're just mind blowers, man. It's intellectual anarchy. I want explosions of brains floating around. But when I think about that, I also don't want to see, like, all that icky, gooey brain matter on the sidewalk everywhere. Like, when I see mind blow, I, I, I kind of just want that, like, you see the brain and then it just burst open into, like, a puff of smoke. And then the brain collects itself back together, almost like a reverse shot of glass like a like a wine glass falling on the ground just like reverse slow motion the pieces come and build itself back up so yes that's where i'm at today when i talk about conspiracies mind blowing explosions your brain just non-gooily exploding don't goo me don't goo me. Just give me just give me some puffs. Give me some puffs. Here we go. Let's get into it a little bit. Now, have I always been a conspiracy theorist? Uh, mm, I've been a outrageous theorist. 
I love outrageous theories of mind. I really do. If someone's going to tell me, I mean, look, I, I mentioned this in the other episode, right, about what my uncle said. I guess this is the original conspiracy theory in my life. He said to me, Greg, what you see is green, I call green, and what I see is green, you call green. We both agree that this one color is green, but we might not be seeing the same color, and yet we still call it green. That, to me, was the original conspiracy theory. I was like, whoa, man, that is weird. We're buying into the same reality. Now, how did this manifest itself? Do you guys remember in, in high school or middle school when 9-11 happened, there started being a group of individuals that came up to you or were like, hey, Look what happens when you type in, you know, September 11th into Wingdings on your computer. Wingdings, that font, and it looked like the World Trade Towers and the and the plane crashing in. And then if you fold a dollar bill a certain way, you can make it resemble uh, the World Trade Center buildings exploding. That was an initial experience that I had with the conspiracy theory. I also think that Kennedy, who shot John F. Kennedy, who shot Lincoln, those are really the original, I mean, why? Those are really the original conspiracies that you're invited to learn about in school. Isn't it weird that we don't have all the facts about John F. Kennedy still? We are taught that this president, a significant president, first Catholic president of the United States, really faced a lot of opposition, very skeptical of the CIA, he gets elected into power, and then what happens? He gets shot before his presidency is up? Vietnam happens? This guy, I mean, look, the Kennedy assassination, it is, what's interesting is that the Kennedy assassination is taught in schools, you have Lee Harvey Oswald, they give you this one narrative, this lone gunman shot him from the library, from the from the tower, looking down at the parade. You see the footage, looks normal on the surface, but then why does Jack Ruby take out Oswald right when he's arrested? What is, it's, it's in history, and yet we don't have the answers, and then they decide to seal off all the documents about it, and then Trump releases... Half of them, half of them have to remain classified. So what are we teaching our kids in school about this? We're teaching them that we don't know all the answers. And there are some unexplained things about it. I believe. So, in a way, John F. Kennedy, why was he shot, is the original conspiracy that we're already we're confronted with and there's the other conspiracies in plain sight i mean you know gulf of tonkin of all, there are a lot of different i mean everything with castro and then there's stuff with russia the u.s is definitely involved in a lot of operations that had covert levels makes you go oh well if is it really that all the ones that have been exposed that are in history books are the only things we know about? 
Like, just logically. Think about that logically for a second. I hope this is a profound point. <laughs> I'm really not sure it is. Everything you've been taught that was a secret by the, the Manhattan Project, getting a bunch of scientists from all over the United States to unknowingly contribute to building the atom bomb. Is that not the stuff of conspiracy? Here's the mind-blowing fact. This is, get ready. I, you know what? There can be some ooey-gooey pieces on this one. I have Lysol wipes. Here we go. Imagine, imagine for a second, that everything the government told you about history, everything that we know in the history books, that was a cover-up operation that then happened, is only the stuff they've told you. And it all happened in a certain period of time. I mean, you know, Watergate got exposed. Um, all these all these facets of history that had a cover-up and they were exposed, are those really the only things? Rationally, think about this. Are those really the only things that have been secretive throughout all of history? No way no way it doesn't make sense there's no way you have to really be naive to assume that all the evidence that we have is evidence of the complete history of united states conspiracies now here's where i'll add on to that does that mean that i believe 9-11 was an inside job i'm not fully convinced it is I've heard a lot of things that seem very strange. I've heard a lot of conflicting reports about things that took place the day of 9-11, as well as that World Trade Center Building 7, which seems very weird. By the way, for those of you who aren't familiar, research World Trade Center Building 7. To me, it's one of the most compelling cases that something is off, at least in the official narrative of 9-11. Basically, I don't know. I don't know it's all conspiracy. I'm realizing as I'm codifying in any sort of uh, coherent language what exactly I, I, I'm doing with this podcast and, and dedicating my, my life towards exploring is I'm in the business of entertaining ideas. Entertaining them. Entertaining ideas for the sake of entertainment. I am agnostic when it comes to conspiracies. I'm conspiracy agnostic, but conspiratorially curious. Mmm conspiratorially curious that's maybe maybe that should have been the name for the podcast uh open loops is a community for the conspiratorially curious i'm not gonna go on here and tell you this is this like alex jones even these guys that host these other shows uh coast to coast am george nori um richard serrett who hosts conspiracy unlimited Love these guys. Love everything they do. Love the people they bring on. I, I look up to them. Art Bell, who hosted Coast to Coast, 
um, for those of you that don't know, was an oh, it still is a overnight radio show. Starts at one a.m. Eastern Central. I believe it goes to one to six. I I believe, and they cover everything: paranormal, UFOs, uh, government conspiracies. Much more leaning in towards the idea that all these things are real. I I step back and look at it a little more. Well, I'm not sure this is real. Uh, but those guys very much subscribe to some of the beliefs they talk about. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, psychics are for sure legitimate. Uh, George Norrie talks about Donald Trump needing to be in the White House. I'm not going to go in that direction. I don't believe that's where my loyalties are. Uh, as political as this show could become... I'm very open to the idea that there's conspiracies on both sides. If anything, that's the truth. There's no right-wing conspiracy. There's no left-wing conspiracy. It's all a conspiracy in the same way that everything is hypnosis, and none of it's a conspiracy. None dare call it conspiracy. One of the great conspiracy books of all time. 9-11. Uh, I mean, certainly there's conspiracies about Princess Diana, the various school shootings and the Las Vegas shoot. Well, the school shootings, I think, are legit. There's a lot there that makes me go, oh, come on. That's horrible. To say that, you know, innocent kids died and there were actors and all this stuff, terrible thing to say. Terrible. The Vegas shooting, on the other hand, though, there is some weird, weird stuff there is some weird stuff. You can look into it. All the celebrities, Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is the part where I, I want to do the statement. There's a classic thing now in the conspiracy circle on the internet where you're supposed to say, I am, nor have never had, uh, uh, not a suicidal candidate. I do not intend to commit suicide, and I'm not going to... Just like in case, you know, they get you. Um, because, you know, like Epstein, for instance, if he had said... He kind of did, right? He kind of... Well, I guess he did attempt his own life. Look, I've talked about a lot. I've thrown a lot of conspiracy buzzwords at you right now. And there's a lot of, a lot of loops out there. A lot of open loops out there. If what we're looking at here is a conspiracy agnostic framework. To me, that means that we can entertain these ideas, we can go down the rabbit hole, we can even point out the coincidences that are strange. We can even say, this seems probable. Look at all these things that seem connected. Maybe there's a conspiracy here. But we can also have a higher awareness and be like, oh, well, but that might not be real. And it's not real because of this. A lot of people look at disparate facts, putting them together, see a coincidence, see a pattern, and then claim this is a conspiracy against us. I just don't buy that that's true. It's not a worldview I subscribe to. Yes, I do believe that there is a power in piecing together nonlinear bits of information 
into a giant frame that isn't as smooth as this happened to this, then this happened because of this, and then this happened because of this. Like, you could look at the, let's take the JFK assassination as an example. Lone gunman shot John F. Kennedy because he didn't like his politics or something. Okay. Then Jack Ruby, crazy guy, shot Lee Harvey Oswald because he liked John F. Kennedy. Great. That's a simple explanation. Could be as simple as that. Create two crazy people. They killed the president. They got away with it. Horrible. That's the simplest explanation. Now, John F. Kennedy supposedly was about to bring out the fact that the United States government knew about UFOs for years. John F. Kennedy was trying to bring down the CIA, so they had someone take him out as a front cover. Lots of interesting things... A lot of things pointing to the fact that Kennedy may have been about to out UFOs or dismantle the CIA or end the Federal Reserve. Yes, there are speeches he said that would point to that kind of belief system. He didn't really believe in the centralized banking system. Always follow the money, as the conspiracists say. But that doesn't signal to me that that's what he was up to. And, and, and that doesn't signal to me that that's why these assassins, the assassin and then the assassin assassin, were sent out because of these things. Like, we can't directly point to that. But you can look at all these different pieces and be like, oh, well, clearly this is an interesting narrative that is coming from this collage of disparate pieces of information. And maybe that's real. I will entertain that. And maybe it is closer to reality than the simple explanation. And I don't even think like being two madmen is this. It's the simplest explanation that these two assassins were mad people. There are a lot of insane people in the United States. Mental health is horrible. That's a very, to me, that's a linear narrative. Speaking from a meta level here, I'm not fully convinced that the linear explanation for, say, the Las Vegas shooting, where there's still a lot of questions, suffices. Because there are some weird things. There's, there's, there, the camera footage they found. For a while, they, they didn't release any of the camera footage of the guy in the place. I think there's still, I, I'd have to research this, but I think there's still some missing footage of, well, you know what's weird? Okay. People, I tell people all the time, I say, find me footage of the plane from 9-11 crashing into the Pentagon. Where is it? Where in the world is any sort of footage of that? You don't see it. So, that leaves you to wonder, were there really no cameras? They had perfect angles of the, the World Trade Center towers, but you can't find the planes crashing into the Pentagon, which is about defense for our nation? No. Does that mean that I believe that 9-11 was an inside job, they made up the Pentagon thing, put an explosive in there? No. I don't believe that. Necessarily. I don't fully believe that because I'm okay with my agnostic position, which is I don't know. When somebody does do a terrible act against a targeted attack against a, a minority, that's 
and you go through their search history and you 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 see that they were reading uh clearly racist calls to violence yes i am going to really subscribe to the belief that most of the time i mean actually you know what i'm going to say yes all of the time when you see something that's so explicit the linearity of that i i subscribe to they they were inspired they took action because this call to action told them to they killed innocent people but when it comes to linear thinking in conspiracies as a lifestyle choice and there are still questions then I'm gonna question it and I'm gonna not believe it fully it's agnosticism conspiracy agnosticism entertaining but not buying that's where I'm at you started seeing those 9-11 documentaries pop up. I'm 14 years old. I'm watching information about, you know, why is there no Pentagon footage? It's weird. Then in college, some guy says, Greg, you should watch Zeitgeist. I'm like, Zeitgeist, what's that? He's like, oh, well, you know, Loose Change, right? Loose Change being the original 9-11 conspiracy documentary that really set things abuzz. And yeah, he said, well, this kind of takes it to a new level. You learn about the families that are behind everything. I said, families behind everything? What are you talking about? He said, oh, well, you know you know the most famous bankers in American history, don't you? The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, J.P. Morgan, all these guys. Very, very in charge. Well, this guy goes through all of history and shows how these families funded both sides of wars. And, well, I'll let you watch the rest. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Uh, so Colin Bell, I thank you for that. This is what I did. I sat down. I watched it. And wow, that's when the world really opened up for me. It really did. Because if you watch Zeitgeist, the original Zeitgeist, the, the first one, it was the best. There are three parts to it. Part one, the story of Jesus Christ and how that archetypal story of the Son of God dying for people's sins in a public execution and then resurrecting comes from ancient societies, ancient cultures way before it got uh, publicly you know, uh, codified, I guess is the best word I can think of. Again, that word. And told as the Jesus story, that archetypal story. If this movie claims happened throughout centuries and centuries and centuries, going way back in history. That's the first part of the movie. Second part of Zeitgeist, 9-11. Basically goes through the most relevant and it's a, it kind of sums up uh the key points of loose change in these other 9-11 inside job documentaries it, it breaks it down makes you question your reality in that way so we have two different for the break this down rhetorically uh two different 
aspects here. We've got the, is religion founded on false things? Like, does it come from, like, Mesopotamian myths, the story of Jesus Christ, kind of pointing, pointing your brain in that direction? Like, okay, great. Religion might be founded on uh, false beliefs. Fantastic. 9-11. Oh, great. The, one of the most significant terrorist attacks on American soil has now been called into question. The thing that changed society, post-9-11 society, we talk about this all the time, being called into question. Great. Then, part three comes. And part three of Zeitgeist is connected to where we are right now. Part three is about the new world order. And once you start learning about the new world order, it frames everything else in this guise of despair, ultimately. I mean, it's, it's, it's a scary idea. It makes the argument that there's a small group of white men, rich, bankers, who are orchestrating all the pains of the world, all the wars, all the tragedies, but also all the goods in the world, the economic, the the economic booms, the the um, you know when 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 great things happen, uh, actually, <laughs> welfare. I mean, lots of positive things, great presidents, and then they take it away and give us other presidents. Basically, it makes that argument that Colin was telling me about, about the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and Morgan uh, family. Really, these guys, at the very least, they played significant roles in major decisions because as we know, and I think this is a point that isn't even debatable, bankers... The banks are largely shaping the way that society functions. Money, the economy, shapes the way society functions. You can see it now. Therefore, people that own the highest and oversee the highest level of economy are the people really, uh, they play a crucial role in the way decisions are made. So here we have the United States, we have the entire world, and we could trace decisions back to these guys that founded the Federal Reserve. What is the Federal Reserve? It's a private-owned bank that manages the money flow that really has a major role in the economy of the free world, the United States of America. What are they trying to do? Have world domination. Why? Because, as Zeitgeist points us to, and you can watch this, I'm going to spoil, I'm going to spoil alert right now. If you don't want to know how Zeitgeist ends, don't you dare listen to this. It's pretty old, though. Zeitgeist ends 
with talking about the creation of the Amero, which is a currency for Canada, the United States, and Mexico. One currency that will eventually go into the world currency, like what happened in Europe. They all went Euro. It's going to happen with America, and then those are going to merge. So we have one world currency, one world order, under the rulers of these families that these families put up. And then the chip. They give you the teaser of the microchip at the end of the doc. This was the thing that blew my mind the most. They were like, hey, just know if you follow through with all of this and you're going to be a slave to their money system, at a certain point... They're going to have you put a chip inside of you so they can track what you do and what you spend and not even track. They're going to start trying to control you. This freaked me out. It was weird to see a clip. They put a clip of a Rockefeller talking about a microchip. And now we're in 2020 and they're talking about a digital ID imprinting. For the coronavirus, the conspiracy theorists are going crazy right now. This is a time right now in America and the world where it's regularly being talked about. People doing contactless paying by having chips installed inside of them. My little sister pointed out to me it's already happening in Sweden. It's happening. It's crazy. So, do I believe that this coronavirus is a man-made disease from China that is putting us all indoors so that they can take advantage of the fact that we're all inside to install 5G towers that are going to be directly related to the chips they install inside of us and then everything's going to be contactless, and then they'll start implanting our minds, and then we'll be the slaves of these people forever. No, I don't believe that. 100%. I entertain it. 40%. But I don't fully believe that. That's insane. So there's so many foundational things there that you could break down. First of all, do we know it was man-made in the lab in Chaya? No. Mike Pompeo tells us to believe that, but that doesn't mean it is. Do we think this is trying to put all of us indoors? Well, yeah, not really. I mean, but then again, you could look at it this way. They are putting us in, we are indoors, but we could always go outside if we really wanted to. People did. Now, the other thing is, the government is giving us all this extra cash right now, but are they just trying to appease us right now so that when we do get poor come September... And people can't work and they can't afford to support themselves. The uprisings are going to be even more extreme. Hmm. It's a great question. I don't know the answers. I wish I did. But I will say Zeitgeist definitely, the very least, opened my mind up to the idea that there are people in charge making these decisions. Their end goals not so sure. Just watched an interview with David Icke. David Icke, for those of you that don't know, is one of the world's 
probably like there's Alex Jones and then there's David Icke. David Icke believes that humans are here for a divine purpose and that there's an enemy on this earth uh, as opposed to just being the Federal Reserve. The, the Federal Reserve, the, the, cabal, the cabal is what he calls it. Um, it's a cult of lizard people. Humans in on the surface, lizard people under the surface, that are satanic, essentially, uh, that control everything, including the Federal Reserve and, and all the cash flow all internationally, making all these major decisions, leading us into the darkness and trying to bring a technocracy to the world so that we are all part of their simulation of the universe, the matrix happening. The matrix is happening. Someone pointed out Slavoj Zizek, who is my favorite, I love saying this, my favorite psychoanalytical philosopher from Slovenia. He is. He pointed out that isn't it weird that Elon Musk on Twitter told everybody to take the red pill, which in conspiracy theory circles means that you're going to wake up, like Neo says in The Matrix, while he is working on Neuralink, which is the very thing that The Matrix is based on. He wants people to wake up and get back to work and see the disease isn't real so they can get back to the job where they're planning to put people uh, into a computer system where their experiences of life will be entirely simulated. Huh. That doesn't really have to do with conspiracy. That's just an interesting paradox. At the end of the day, I have no idea if they're really trying to get us to all upload our brains to the cloud. It does seem like there is a lot of virtual talk these days. There's a lot of AI. We're moving in that direction. The sixth techno paradigm, as conspiracy theorist Daniel Estulin puts it. This podcast thing is almost that too. There's an electronic sound wave going through the air right now. Not in the air, through the wires that Anchor and Apple and Spotify are transferring directly to your ears. You're hearing my thoughts as yours. Are they even your thoughts anymore? You're just listening to a guy talk. You're listening to crazy talk. There's a place for it, I believe. I will entertain it. I will keep diving into it. And what I think makes me go, this is all kind of BS, is the turnaround. Because every conspiracy theorist is then always selling you their course on how to live an awakened life. David Wilcock, this guy who does the show Cosmic Disclosure on the Gaia Network, he's always like, look at what QAnon is saying. All the arrests are coming. There's going to be a four-day blackout coronavirus is going to get us and then they're going to black out all the internet and then on our tv screens they're going to play footage terrible footage of all the crimes that the global leaders the clintons uh oprah ellen tom hanks all the hollywood celebrities have done the the insurmountable amount of crimes they've done often against children there's footage of it they're going to force us to watch it that's outrageous. It's an outrageous claim. And what's even more outrageous is that he then attaches it to, if you want to ascend, 
Take my class. Sign up. $333 a month for ascension school so you can ascend to a higher level of consciousness. David Icke. Got to sign up for his programs. Buy his book. None of these guys. You don't meet a conspiracy theorist that puts all of it out there for free ever. You talk about follow the money. Federal Reserve's pretty bad. Now, a lot of these guys need to make a living, too. I totally get it. But, isn't it weird that the money is always a part of this? It's a little strange. At the end of that David Icke interview that I saw, he talks about that he's hopeful for humanity. That more than ever right now, it's a time where people are waking up. Sure. But that's so vague compared to all the other things you're talking about, dude. This guy's like, oh, yeah. Don't worry, though, because people are seeing through the illusion. They're seeing through it, and they're living their divine purpose. It's this call to the divine. There's a re- There are a lot of uh, conspiracy theorists that are also Christian. The more you go into Jesus, the more you'll be free from the satanic influence of the dark forces on earth. Just make sure you go every Sunday and contribute to the plate. Now, we do need money to survive. Like I mentioned, the economy is important. Survive eating food, raising a family, all the money is important. But it makes me question the legitimacy of the message when it's always tied up in how you can save yourself. By pursuing me, why aren't they recommending other people? It's always, take my course. You need to be part of my elite program. I'm going to help you ascend. I'm going to help you do this. It's a little weird. You can rationalize it away. But sometimes there's a conspiracy about the conspiracists. That's what I want to delve into more. We'll go deeper into that. Thank you for listening. This is a wackadoodle introduction to conspiracies and their role on this episode of Open Loops with Greg Bornstein. Did we get anywhere today? I still didn't tell you who shot Lincoln. Oh, that's amazing. We've shared this time together, and maybe I've given you a little bit of nuggets to dig on. Maybe I've introduced you to the art of digging nuggets because people don't frequently dig unless they're gold nuggets invest in gold right now that's your only way of fighting the federal reserve there that's some great conspiracy stuff yeah we'll get into more of it you guys have been great if you enjoyed this podcast please feel free to leave a review on apple podcasts or wherever fine podcasts are listened to Thanks so much, and we'll keep the conversation going next time on Open Loops with Greg Bornstein.